Welcome. You've tuned into Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Hey, well, speaking of waking up souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling our true purpose for being here, this past century has seen science and technology increasingly becoming humanity's to-go. Go-to. Yeah. Source. For its reality check. And I, I can never get these uh, sayings correct, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael always laughs at me about that. And, but we're constantly taught, when in doubt, go check the science of the matter. And uh, I just remembered there was a posting on uh, Facebook a while back that shows a picture of a, um, what do you call those, marquees in, in front of a church service. And it said, Google isn't the only one with the answers. <laughs> I thought that was great. Because many people think that if science pronounces something to be, then it must be. And the technology that's developed backed by that science is just a proof in the reality pudding that what science says works, and therefore it must be true. So over time, science has dictated more and more what's normal and what's not for all of us. But is that all there is, normal and not normal? <laughs> and who's to judge, pass down the verdict, of how we are each to live based on that judgment. Case in point, in some of the indigenous cultures, a member of the community who begins to exhibit certain mediumistic abilities, rather than being shunned, labeled crazy and abnormal, and medicated or even institutionalized like they are often in this culture, it's they're supported as a possible shaman and leader in the making and given correct spiritual and psychic training by their well-wise elders. While sadly, in much of the more industrial countries and cultures, many such potential spiritual healers, seers, mediums, and leaders have not been given the proper validation, support, and training to make it easier or even possible for them to fulfill their spiritual role in our society. Historically, even those few that somehow made it to serve their vital function in society often ended up being ostracized or, worse yet, crucified, burned at the stakes, or drowned. <laughs> That's definitely not a good promo <laughs> for aspiring seers, healers, mediums, and other spiritually sensitive seekers. Yet, as angels often proclaim, fear not. <laughs> I don't have the voice for angels, I don't think. Okay, fear not, right? <laughs> <laughs> there have always been those who've demonstrated the courage, compassion, and commitment to demystify and normalize for humanity what orthodox science and political authorities have often denounced or dismissed as not real and not normal. And there isn't an area of human life that is as essential to demystify and realize as that band of human experience that's been labeled often paranormal, kind of beyond normal 
are different than normal. Since what is generally classified under paranormal is the greater portion of our spiritual and psychic or soul life. So today, we have a very special guest for you who has lived with that requisite courage, compassion, and commitment to helping make the paranormal normal for all of us. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) In fact, our show today is about a very good friend of ours, a very talented person, Marla Fries, American Psychic, making the paranormal normal. After a successful 25-year career as a TV and stage actress, Marla walked away from it all, guided by a heavenly voice, a presence, and many visions to help transform the lives of thousands as a psychic medium and a spiritual coach. She has appeared as a psychic medium on many shows, A&E, Bravo, History Channel, Sci-Fi, TV Land, and Gaia TV's Beyond Belief with George Norrie. I'm very fond of that one. Radio audiences have heard Marla on another one that I really like, George Norrie's Coast to Coast, and our friend Lisa Gar's Aware Show, and dozens and dozens of podcasts. Marla is a co-host of the ever-popular show Dreamland on unknowncountry.com and regularly Goes where few have dared to go before. (laughs) You can even find her on YouTube teleconferences with physicist and author Tom Campbell, blending physics with metaphysics to help people understand the science of how she works and working with scientists to make the paranormal normal. She appears in cities and towns across the country presenting messages with Marla to small and large groups, educating people about their own intuition, connecting them with deceased loved ones, and potentially providing information about any aspect of their lives for the greatest good. Recently, Post Hill Press published her amazing book, which I just loved, (laughs) American Psychic, A Spiritual Journey from the Heartland to Hollywood, Heaven, and Beyond to Rave Reviews. It's already an Amazon bestseller, and so it should be. It's a great book. So let's find out from Marla herself. What? Homicide cases, messages from the other side, Hollywood heartthrobs, mobsters, U.S. military psychic spies, UFO and spiritual healing all have to do with making the paranormal normal and the miraculous available to everyone. Welcome to our show, Marla. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, my gosh, you guys. I just love <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> I'm just giggling listening to you guys talk about me. That was fun. Thank you Yay. so much. Oh, thank you. Well, you guys have been a part of my healing. You know, I when I first started this whole thing um, <laughs> a number of years ago, you were part of this healing. So here we are today, and thank you so much for the, your support. Fantastic. You're more than welcome. We love having you on our show. Well, first, congratulations on your book publication and the great response from your readers. Oh, it really. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Both Michael and I have loved, loved, loved reading your book. It's an incredible read, and you're an exceptional writer right from the get go. Another huge gift to add to your ever expanding resume. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I'm delighted. Thank you. I'm sure writing this personal of a book didn't come easy. So tell us and our audience, what made you decide to write this book? Well, um, all of us, everyone that is listening, um, understands that loss is the real game changer in our life. And that could be loss of career, loss of life, money, love, home, etc., And I had had a series of losses in my life, but really, even though I'd been working on them through therapy and healing, I hadn't really taken a look at until the end of my marriage. Mm. And that was one of the, it's the tough one because you kind of, you kind of go through feeling murdered and, 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 
but you wake up the next day and you and you lose your home and you lose all the things that you thought you had. Mm-hmm. But spirit's guidance, if I removed my ego from that process, it was the most perfect thing to have happen. Or I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here with you today. And I certainly I it's so interesting. I think it was that loss that made me sit down and really review what's led me to the point of my life right now, especially, you know, moving from my childhood through the career of an actress into the transformation of what we are doing in our lives today. Yes. And you know, that brings me a question about um as you wrote this book, and especially after the publication, what's what's the one of the biggest changes you've seen in yourself uh, between before you wrote the book and after its publication? Anything come up to mind? Well, yes. Well, let's talk about frequency for a second because sure. we are all subjected to a lot of different things out in the world, whether it's television, radio, etc., news. We we integrate information, and then we have to process it somehow. Well, I'd been sitting on a lot of information, <laughs> and I think it was in processing it through the writing process, which I actually loved. I, I totally surrendered to Spirit's guidance on this, mm. and I indulged myself with this work for its, it really basically took eight years of writing and, you know, well, let's just say three years of sitting and writing Mm -hmm. and then four more years of more experience and then two more years of growing up and then another year to be brave enough to put it out into the world. Ah. So, the, the point of what's changed is I had something so significant to share and now it's birthed, and like a child, even though I didn't have one in this lifetime, I've, <laughs> shared, I've shared it with the world. And it's out there in a the world doing whatever it needs to do with and for people. Fantastic. That's yeah. Really- and, you know, it's, it's amazing. A lot of people who don't write for publication don't realize what goes into writing a book. And <laughs> you said, you know, all these years. And you made it very clear, like, Oh yeah, part of it's just sitting. You're not actually writing, but mm. it's it's like a meditation. You you have to reflect on it. And then there's the actual writing of it. And then, like you said, oh, there's even several years that go where you have to get more experience and you have to learn more that that you're getting from the writing process. Well, it, it really is, Michael. And for anyone who feels that they have a book inside of them, I'm sure you do, people. I'm sure you have one, two, three, four. I it Blogs, you have a lot. And it's really important, especially in our political um, arena right now, not to be distracted, but mm-hmm. to be curious. That's the greatest thing I could tell anybody in getting ready to you know, develop their own intuition, which between PGS and your and your lives and all of the work you all are doing and teaching, it is to be curious. And that's within the writing process, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, and s- since we're talking about your book some more, like Raphael mentioned earlier, your book is an incredible read. I mean, everybody, you'll just love It'll be a movie. It was like watching a movie when I read it. It's a great cliffhanger thriller meets eternal love story uh, and throw in the redemption, everything. (laughs) (laughs) Movie. (laughs) I could see it. uh, But once you read it the first time, this is what makes makes a great book. Once you read it for the thrill of it, the fun of it, the entertainment, it becomes... Your book becomes an important spiritual and psychic reference book for anyone seeking deep, lasting healing and spiritual development and fulfillment. So that's what I got out of your book. And at the end of the first chapter, you pose a beautifully profound question that drives your whole story. Quote, is it so intolerable for our souls to live life blinded that spirit must intervene end quote and so uh, I know we're coming up to our first break but Marla if you can think about that and 
I want to know what was your experience of living life blinded? Blinded how? Blinded by what? And we're going to go have a commercial break and come back. We're going to hear the answer from Marla Fries. Our first break is coming up, so be sure to check out Marla's inspiring and illuminating new book, American Psychic, A Spiritual Journey from the Heartland to Hollywood, Heaven, and Beyond at AmericanPsychicBook.com. Also, coming up this Saturday, December 8th, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific time is our teleclass. The Care and Feeding of Your Astral Body in our Wake Up to Your Astral Life series. If you'd like to start enjoying 40 to 50% of your life that most people are mostly unaware of, join us for this teleclass. You can get details and sign up on our website events calendar at michaeltamora.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours specific time. We'll be right back to continue our exploration with special guest, dear friend, psychic medium, and amazing author, Marla Fries. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you frustrated that you can't seem to achieve your goals? Stop struggling and discover your power on Creatrix, creating the life you want, hosted by Amira Mondin. This show features the world's most intriguing guests, ready to guide you to self-realization using the powerful gift of your own mind. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking with psychic medium, transformational coach, and best-selling author, Marla Fries, about her new book, her amazing book, American Psychic, and about making the paranormal normal. And Michael had posed a question to Marla. Why don't you right repeat before that? The, yes, I was referring to Marla's uh, quote in the beginning of the book. Is it so intolerable for our souls to live life blinded that spirit must intervene? That, for me, that kind of really started your whole book. Yes. I wanted to find out what was your experience of living life blinded and what does blinded how and blinded by what? 
Well, well, thank you for asking. And and as you were reading it, I was getting chills because we are we are all in that question at certain points in our life. And I, yes. of course, I watched my parents go through this. My father was a World War II veteran who came back from the war in a body cast, and he had the ravages of that experience. And he was an alcoholic, and my mother um, was pretty disturbed by that experience. And she also had her own mental illnesses going on at that time, and she was medicating. And mm-hmm. coming into that family, I watched them, and I knew they were in trouble. And there was something about me, even as a young child, where we know we come from someplace else, and we are yes. asking, why are we here? And and as your book, uh, You Are the Message, Michael, as you have said oh, in that yes. book, we are our own message. And I was there processing what this pain was. And I was involved in church from the time that I was a Lutheran church, from the time I was baptized through Sunday school and singing in the choir. And I was reaching out and reaching out and begging for help because of what was happening to me as a child. Because of my mother's illness, she was taking her rage and upset out on me. And I thought to myself, there has to be an answer here. Why can't people see their way through this? And I had an experience with my horse where I had this accident. But right before the accident, a voice came to me and basically saved my life, giving me information about what that accident, what I needed to do prior to the accident happening to basically save myself. Mm-hmm. And when and that was at 14, 15 years old, and that opened a door where I had to listen. Mm-hmm. And even though I didn't pursue this psychic development for numerous years, it was watching myself deny, turn my head away, mm-hmm. uh, watch other people put their heads in the ground, uh, go to church and listen to these Um, these wonderful verses and go outside in the world and behave in completely different ways. (laughs) And I I was like, what is going on here? I didn't feel safe. I had no no, um, strength inside me to stand up against my mother. And the, the, the blinded part is we stay blinded out of choice, Mm. out of ignorance and, and out of denial Mm -hmm. of what, is inside of us and we have no more excuses now because we have the internet <laughs> and, we have, and, and we have cell phones and we have things yeah. we and you know fake or faux news is all around us and yes. it is the strength of spirit inside all of us that is really the truth it's the it is the discernment our bodies will tell us what's wrong we just won't listen to them. And that's the point. Do we have to live a life so blinded that spirit intervenes and slaps us? <laughs> and that might be the, you know, the end of a marriage. It might be an illness. Yes. It might be a death. Yep. And it is yeah. in that in that loss where we must heal. And it's that insight when all of the insight, insight starts to come in. And that's the second half of the book, the insight. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. And you know, the question you asked in that yearbook is essentially the same one that's inspired me to teach spiritual seekers to yes. develop their true clairvoyance. You know, a lot of people think clairvoyance is kind of a woo-woo thing <laughs> of seeing auras and spirits and everything. But to be able to live life seeing spirit or truth, like you said, clearly, that's clairvoyance. And my yes. my definition for clairvoyance has always been borrowed from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. in which he said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Mm-hmm. And to me, that would be truly living life seeing with third eye wide open. <laughs> yes. Seeing clearly. Yeah. So Marla, as a psychic medium... You use not only your mediumship ability, but also obviously your clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, which is clear feeling, and others of your innate soul abilities. 
Would you share with our audience a bit of how you personally experience those various psychic abilities in your daily life? Well, first off, I wasn't walking around thinking, oh, I want to be a psychic medium. I had, yeah. a, I, I had a really happy life, I thought, as an, as an actress, <laughs> right? Yes. But um, I had a situation where my, even though um, all of us have these heightened sensitivities, something happened where I was stalked in the early 90s. And that threat on my life put my heightened sensibilities into into third gear. I mean, it was literally a, li- a life-saving con- conversation. And it was having to keep my mind open because I was looking for help from everyone. Mm. And I heard the clairaudience turned on. And I'm like, what is this? It, this doesn't feel like the sort of voice from spirit that I've heard all my life, this has a personality to it that feels like a dead woman. And it was a Mm. dead woman. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a dead woman who basically gave me information about this con artist who had been stalking me. And that led me to being, interestingly enough, you know, it's in the book and it's very detailed and it's a wonderful story about being put in James Von Prague's house. Oh, yes. (laughs) And and that's how I met you guys. But, But... I I had to be, and this is another way of being blinded again, guys, and this is for all of our listeners, even though some people might not have all their C's in order, it was literally when James put a blindfold on me, because I didn't believe in talking to dead people, but when James, but when James put a blindfold on me, I could see. So, when you and I were joking, even before we got on the air this morning, Michael, talking about, nice to see you, even though we're doing this over audio, <laughs> we, we see each other in, yep. in clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsensing, all of it. We see each other. And that's the thing that many people don't want to do because it's uncomfortable. Yes. So, yeah. you ask how I do this every day. Well, I try my best to balance my energies by not engaging with information that's going to derail me, especially before I work with someone, because uh-huh. I have to be that clear vessel for me to hear, see, and feel for a client. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm in the world, that's another story. I have to be able to navigate and titrate all the information that is out there, and I have to move it through my body, which is literally physically moving it through my body, which is exercise, Mm -hmm. and changing the frequency in my body by what I eat and what I drink. Yes, Ah. that's really a good one. What would you say has helped you most in developing all of your psychic abilities once you became aware of it? Training. Training with incredible people like you. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, James, uh, James, I was a volunteer for James for three and a half years. And out of that volunteering for him, you know, he gave me the opportunity to be in classes and sitting in circle. And mm. and I opened up my heart to what needed to happen next. And I stepped into working with remote viewers because I was fascinated by murder, homicide. Yes. I began to work homicide cases. So it is in the training of surrendering, not not to be, oh, I want to be good or I want to be famous or I want to be anything like that because that wasn't on my radar. It was just, oh my God, this is so amazing. I have to do something about this and find out what this is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, what was the inspiration to keep going and developing and and you've been honing it ever since. Well, it's wanting to not feel crazy. That's for one thing. Yeah. But yeah, because yes. when this happens, when this happens to you and it happened in such a strong way that I realized, oh, I, I don't want to pretend anymore. Even yes. though I loved being on on television shows and making great money doing commercials and doing stage, mm-hmm. it did not compel me anymore. What compelled me was bridging between the living and the dead for love. Yes. And you really start to live your purpose yes. as you start to do that. And yes. with your, you know, what I've always seen with your, your acting, even though you became very successful and everything, and you said at the time it was a great life. 
but it was training. I mean, because now you're you're able to reach a lot of people, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of people through the media. Mm-hmm. You have the presence, you have the training on how to be on TV, how to be in the movies, you know, on stage. It's just refining it to be able to use it as the light that you are. Well, thank you for saying that because the ego gets in the way at my age. I just rounded a (laughs) real milestone here and I'm looking at myself and I'm still thinking I'm 38, truly. Oh, you're not? Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, But thank you for saying that. I truly believe that if we trust this ever-present larger consciousness system that we call God, spirit, the universe, that we are guided and spirit has our back whether we do or not. Yes, and in your book, you wrote that the the affectionate collective name for God, Jesus, spirit, the universe, <laughs> guides, and angels you came up with was thems, T-H-E-M-S. Yes, Thems yes. told me. <laughs> well, well, yes. As soon as you was... did, you, you said that, yeah, Thems said to you that if you use this term, you better know what it stands for. So could you tell our audience what does what does Thems stand for? Well, and I want to tell the audience that that came in. I mean, I was tired. I was beat up. I was <laughs> out of the out of the marriage and moving and everything and and. I was just tired and someone asked me, well, what are your angels? What does spirit say? What, what does God say? What does Jesus say? And I went, oh, thems? And I went, well, thems is... <laughs> thems. I, just, I just came up with that word and then I heard, well, if you're going to use it, you better know what it stands for. And the, the acronym of thems is the Heavenly Eternal Messaging System. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Since, since we're all such media savvy people now, you know, this is a whole different, so to speak, media. Yes. And isn't it interesting? You know, you came up with THEMS, which stands for this message, messaging system. Yes. Bill Bennett, our friend who made the PGS movie, came yes. up with PGS, you know, yes. on a play on GPS, personal guidance system for and, intuition. Right. Yes. Right, and I... You started with a voice saving your lives. Yes, yes. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. And so many people, I mean, I remember George Norrie. I think George talked about it on that Gaia show that I did with him, where he was was guided and saved in in a car by, Mm. by being told what to do, how to get out of an accident before it happened. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I've been saved so many times. <laughs> yes, you have. Oh, my God. The thems You're is working overtime, overtime. for me. <laughs> well, Only a few you're... times for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're both very, very, very much needed. So here we are. Yes. This is delightful. Thank you. Well, yeah. We have our second break coming up very soon, Marla, but I'd like to ask one more question before we go on the break. Is if our listeners want to contact you, what would be the best way for them to do so? Well, I have two websites and they're, they are linked together. MarlaFreeze.com is where you will find the contact form to fill out and send to me and make sure that you mention that you found me here with, with Michael and Raphael, because this is the way that, um, and I trust how this all happens. You know, some <laughs> yes. some people will hear this, and and then about five years later they'll contact me. But but the dynamic of this is that's the best way through the um, contact form. And please fill it out. I won't be able to contact you if you don't give me your uh, your name or your e or your email or your. Um, I need your phone number too, and I will set a session up with you if you're interested in working that way. But right now, um, the book site the the book website, which is AmericanPsychicBook.com, has been giving information about where I've been with this book tour. And that's been a, such a wonderful, fun thing to do. But that's also linked to the MarlaFreeze.com website in order to find me as well. So those are the best ways to, to, to look for me right now. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Marla. When we return, we'll continue our conversation with our very special guest and friend, Marla Freeze. See you in a couple minutes. 
motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking, the grass is always greener on their side. Not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction. And that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and from the inside out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. We're here with our special guest, transformational psychic medium and best-selling author, Marla Fries. Fantastic, wonderful book that she wrote recently and has so much excitement around it. I would like to read a couple of paragraphs and ask a question. This is right straight from Marla's book. We all have various degrees of psychic, intuitive, empathic abilities, gifts of keen sensitivities, perceptions, and understandings. The awareness go beyond what we can perceive with our minds. They are birthrights, God-given gifts. Some are family inheritance, DNA passed down through neurotransmitters, and then tweaked after birth by our circumstances and environments. Some gifts are time-released, Mine sure were, giving us help when we are best prepared for them. And some gifts emerge from dire circumstances showing up when we need them the most. Yes, answers to our prayers. Spirit, the collective term I use for God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, angels, the universe, the voice, the force, and the larger consciousness system that has been guiding me for years, put me in specific situations to learn yanked me out of places in which I wasn't learning enough, and then pushed me into experiences that involved strangers, colleagues, celebrities, animals, and friends. I think that's such beautiful writing and all true. So I know some of our audience out there are incredibly curious about how you were able to let go of the glamour and glitz of being an actress and a successful one at that in Hollywood to bridging into that amazing new space. You know, a lot of people are going through transformations of letting go of a part of their life to move into a better part. I'd like to hear a little more from you about that. Well, first off, um, I think that the audience needs to know that I had been or I had chosen um, I'd been divinely appointed with various abilities as far as singing. And and as a doctor once told my mother, she was Marla's very 
um, what's um, I just forgot the word. I had a senior moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but the but the dynamic of I was basically born with with some of these uh, talents that I could get on stage and 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 be you know expressive. But it was really that I needed to act. I needed to pretend to survive mm. my mother. So it was just an extension of survival that I got on stage. And when I, even in kindergarten, I saw my mother's face lit with joy. And I thought, if I could become a successful actress, maybe she will love me and not hurt Mm. me. Mm -hmm. So that was the driving force. And I, I just moved through that driving force because I wanted her approval because I wanted her love and that has a whole story to it in in and of itself but when you when you achieve something and you understand it's not real I mean it's fun I've worked with had great success with um, and worked with top people in television and I still have really great relationships within the entertainment industry because producers directors and writers come to me about their projects Mm -hmm. so I'm seeing things from a whole different angle giving them support about some of their scripts that they're doing, ones that will be successful, you know, who to hire, what to do, et cetera, like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm still involved in it, but I didn't want to pretend anymore. So when we talk about the glitz or the glamour, our, every person's life has so much glitz and glamour of love <laughs> and appreciation. Yes. What you're watching on TV is, you know, half made up anyway. You know, I love the all of the, the psychic mediums that have been on TV that have gone before all of us that have paved the way. But, you know, it's interesting when people see these shows, they have to understand that if you watch Teresa Caputo walk into a deli and she's talking with the deli guy, giving him information, she probably knew she was going into that deli, but she walked in prior to being filmed and said, oh, I've got to work with this guy behind the counter. And then oh, yes. he, had to sign, he had to sign a relief form. And then, you know, then it's filmed. And then maybe somebody says something or does something wrong and they have to film it again. <laughs> so there's, even within this realm, it, it's massaged in a way to make it really exciting. And yes. I think that all of us need to know that it's the love and the connection and the helping that's more important, I think, than anything. Absolutely. And I watch, we watch Lady Gaga, you know, I was posting on Facebook about all of these, all of the people that stepped up during these fires here that have been donating and Malibu, you know, and the, and, and people who have been wiped out that have lots of money there, but they are in there giving back to the community already. And yes. that's, that's why people become successful because they have the opportunity to turn around and give back. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not successful like a lot, a lot of these, a lot of, you know, people in, in our, um, in our work are, but when my book first came out, one of the first things I did is I went back to my hometown and did an event and had people from all over the country donate boxes of books, buy boxes of my books to donate at this event. And yes, and I was able to raise uh, 800 and some dollars for the domestic violence shelter in my hometown. Yes, and speaking of domestic violence, abuse, and, you know, I think a lot of people listening who are very sensitive, who are healers themselves or up-and-coming healers, and have had similar beginnings to their lifetimes this time where they incarnate into an abusive situation or you know a violent situation and a lot of people in the mainstream go oh how can you be uh, a spiritual teacher or a light worker a healer a psychic whatever um if you're how did you create such a horrible uh life and things like that and they don't realize one of the things you wrote about that you experienced when you, I think you were at the Monroe Institute training and you had your out-of-body meditation experience. And so clearly you got to see, you were shown that, oh, 
part of your mother's aggressive, antagonistic, cruel behavior towards you was because you were too bright. You came in with such light and so much power to heal, to transform people's lives. That, And she had so much pain, so much fear in her that all, you know, when, when you're around a healer, all that stuff starts to come out. And the more powerful as a, of a healer you are, the more the pain and the fear, everything that the person's holding starts to come out. But if they're not ready for it and willing, they start to turn against you. Yeah. Could you could you talk about your experience? In sure. How do you well, use that now? With well, people? I think I think it's I think it's very um, uh, it's a very astute question because a lot of people see uh, anyone that is successful and they they sort of you know look at themselves and and judge themselves based on someone else's success when. When you're in this and you're in it to explore because you have a passion inside of you to help others mm-hmm. and you have a wound inside you, their spirit is giving you an opportunity to go heal because you must heal the pain in order to make room for the insight. And that's the thing that people don't understand all the time. They they get sort of caught up in the use quote power or, or their own light and they start using it but there's this woundedness inside of them and mm-hmm. it's my experience with with knowing other people in in our work that if they don't learn to heal the trauma then they are still always triggered by it mm-hmm. for their lives they're not generous they they become withholding they they don't uh, walk their talk. We see mm-hmm. this in various levels of, you know, of the spiritual community. Instead of what you and Raphael continue to do, which is roll with your own healing and your own guidance, and taking the steps to heal what needs to be healed. Yes. And that dynamic opens up the door for. Um, more patience for yourself and others. You know, what happened with my mom, just to go back to this dynamic and some of the work that I do at Monroe, and I'm an, I'm an ongoing student, <clears throat> excuse me, when I'm at Monroe, I love going there. Most A lot of people like going to Hawaii. I haven't yeah. been to Hawaii yet. I, I think if I went to Hawaii, I'd probably never come back. But <laughs> instead, of, instead of going on a vacation, I end up going to Monroe, where it's the largest... Um, uh, educational center for expanded states of awareness without the use of drugs, which is really important. But this is another part of the training. But in some of this work, I had the opportunity to see the contract between my mother and myself. Mm-hmm. And it was literally that we as as light beings or 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 come in with this ability, we have we are an opportunity for those who are in trouble. We're an opportunity on a daily, weekly basis for them to be different. Mm-hmm. I was this child, this child that didn't deserve what I got from my mom, of course, or no child does. It's mm-hmm. never our fault. We're, what could we do to garner the kind of abuse that we suffer from? Whether it's a sibling or a parent or someone in school, the bullying is because mm-hmm. we have this light and it is fundamental that we teach our children that have this light, the loving presences that are there to encourage people with this light, to heal the wound so we don't walk around so wounded. That's the problem with empathic people. They're walking around so porous, so wounded, so triggered, and they must do the work in order to heal this so that they become strong. I agree completely, Marla. And the story of what I call the the intertwining story of redemption and forgiveness with your mother is probably the highlight uh, interwoven story within this story. And I really admire you for being able to tell that in the book. Mm, Thank you. 
You're welcome. Yeah. Well, we're well, rapidly coming to the end of our show today. Oh, <laughs> Do you have this is, I'm so, Oh my goodness! Wait, let me just let me. I'm just so excited, and I'm I'm actually overwhelmed with emotion right now. So I just want to oh. say thank you for saying that because I truly believe that my mother's and my journey together was in order to share it, yes. so that other people could be healed and guided to do something about theirs. Absolutely. Uh, and I hope this reaches millions and millions of people because even though I didn't have a background like you did, even my reading it just brought that whole uh, level of understanding forgiveness to a higher place. Mm. Well, Marla, do you have any final words of wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners before we finish up today? Well, you know, I'd like to say that I'm continuing my journey with education by working with scientists to basically understand that we are tapping into information. And that information, as we know as teachers, is available to everyone. And right now, I'm blending the science, uh, the science and the metaphysics to help the scientists understand that it's the non-physical matter reality that we call God and spirit and all that we can't see. They actually bring into existence through their experiments and the things that they make by bringing that non-physical matter reality into reality. Yes. Into the physical form. And that's what we're doing right now by even talking about it and putting it on radio. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I just wanted to acknowledge that and say that there's so much opportunity for people out there. I'm so glad that you guys are out there as teachers. And I'm so honored that you're my friends. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Marla, for being on our show today. It was wonderful to have the opportunity to spend this hour with you. So I have to make a few final announcements, but before I do, please quickly say again your website so people can join you there. Certainly, marlafreeze.com, which also links to the AmericanPsychicBook.com, and you can get American Psychic on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Simon & Schuster. Very good. Well, remember to join our teleclass on Saturday, December 8th from 10 a.m. to noon, Pacific Time about the care and feeding of your astral body. You can register through our website by calling our office at 530-926-2650. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, and today with Marla Fries. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. <laughs>